Support for State of the Artist comes from Rao Center for the Arts. Located in historic Crystal Lake, Illinois, dedicated to enriching the lives of all through the arts. The first time I met Nate Wugan, I didn't actually meet the man. I met the man's writing. Here's an excerpt from his screenplay, Physical Therapy Massacre, being read aloud by WNIJ's Guy Stevens, Claudia Baker, and on stage directions, Peter Medlin. The interior of a dirty gym used for people who are physically disabled. Mr. Miller is the physical therapist. Heather, age 18, has cerebral palsy and uses a walker. <laughs> Need help? Oh, sorry. Mr. Miller kneels down and grabs her ankle. Ow. <laughs> Lay down, please. Heather reluctantly lies on her back. She winces as Mr. Miller lifts her legs. Uh, Your hamstrings are tight. Uh, I know. Nate's screenplay frightened me, therefore I was compelled to interview him. He led me to his home. We're on the rooftop of my apartment building in Chicago, uh, Streeterville. My screenplay is based on a real place that I went to. It was a rehab place, and it was very creepy, because you had to go around the back to the a little door, and it was mostly bare with just equipment around the edges, and didn't have a good experience there. I felt that they weren't listening to me about CP, and were trying to treat it like a sports injury, and they did some treatments that were too intense and ended up hurting me. But on the good news, it inspired the whole thing, so. Nate is originally from Westchester, New York. He moved to Chicago four years ago for health purposes. My disability is uh, ataxic cerebral palsy. The reason for the medical move to Chicago was a slippery floor and a radiator. It was a perfect combination, the concussion. In that moment, I realized something. Nate is funny, and it turns out the 27-year-old has been funny most, if not all, his life. I know I started talking early, and my mom said I started telling jokes really early. She thinks it might be because I had trouble moving and walking, so I had to rely on talking more. But being talkative and funny doesn't necessarily mean happy. I was always sort of isolated because it took me longer to get places. I enjoyed being a kid. It was, in general, I enjoyed it. I just had moments of depression. I think when I was young, I was depressed about not being able to keep up with everyone else. And then as I got older, mostly medical things caused me to go back to depression, I think. It's been like, it's like happened in stages throughout my life, but it's really hard to see uh, like a linear cause and effect with depression. There are several ways to cope with depression, nature, exercise, nutrition. So I think that comedy helped me get out of depression and writing helped me get out of depression. So it was like therapeutic. I know there's a high percentage of comedians who are depressed and they think it 
depressed people become comedians. It's not that comedy makes you depressed. So Nate took classes at Second City. He started with writing, then improv, and then a class on stand-up comedy. After that, he started going to open mics. This is my impression of a comedian at an assisted suicide <laughs> conference. Hey guys, I hope you like these jokes, but if you don't, feel free to come up and pull the plug. Uh, this is my impression of a comedian at a chronic fatigue support group. All right, let's keep the energy in this room going. <laughs> and this is my impression of a comedian at a uh, international convention for determining a nuclear deal with Russia. What's the deal with Russia? <laughs> Nate identifies as a horror writer second and a comedian first. Comedy <laughs> kind of takes over your life once you get into it. This is State of the Artist, and I'm Connie Kuntz.